0: This episode of From Tops to Bottoms contains strong language, content of a sexual nature and stuff that will probably offend you. nan.
1: Hello guys, Galden and non-binary pals. Welcome to another episode of From Tops to Bottoms. My name is Cassie. And my name is Sam. And this week we are back with another episode of What the Fuck is Up, World. Uh, but this week it's What the Fuck is Up, World? Trash Media Edition. Yes, uh, more like what the fuck is going on, world. Sort your shit out, world. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> Okay, this this is cringe of you. This is real cringe of you. Um, yeah, when we were planning on doing this episode. It kind of just occurred towards the the end sentence of all of these topics where the media responded so poorly to these subjects. Mm. Uh, So we just want to we just want to say our bit. You know, we got to do that with every topic in the world. We what is a topic without Sam and Cassie saying what they want to say about it? You know. Yep. What is the point if you Uh, don't get our opinion? <clears throat> yeah. But I will say just before we begin, bit of a trigger warning there's going to be quite a lot of like sad topics in this but we-, we will mm-hmm. have a normal trigger warning at the start of this episode. Anyway, I'm sure uh but just another one because it's been a real tough time for the queer community recently. Yeah. Uh and honestly just a really tough time for women and fems. Yep. So there's going to be talk of misogyny, there's going to be talk of hate crimes, there's going to be talk of murder, there's going to be talk about uh, queer phobic acts there's going to be talk mm-hmm. about transphobia mm-hmm. um so if this is going to upset you too much then honestly click off we have other episodes that you know might cheer you up that might make you feel yeah. better uh it's okay to miss a week you know you've got to protect yourself uh, mm-hmm. i'm sure me and sam will have some self-care after this because it's going to be a rough episode um but yeah if you feel like it's going to upset you then don't worry about it look after yourself but first mm-hmm. of all sam how are you bitch I am overwhelmed, Cassie. Okay.
0: <laughs> I am. Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, so it's been quite a busy week for me. I know it's only Monday. Um, the last week has been very, very busy. <laughs>
1: the first few hours have been <laughs> stressful. My life. Awful. Guy. <laughs> Fucking
0: awful. Um, I don't think I've mentioned this. Uh, before Jason is currently in Taipei. Well, right this second, he's in Japan. Um, But he's in Taipei. He's been back in Taiwan for a a few weeks, three weeks nearly. Um, So I've been... Oh my God, sorry. Has it been that quick already? Three weeks. Three weeks on Wednesday. Um, So yeah, and I'm going to go visit him in two weeks. Uh, Meet his family and stuff. Uh, But I've been dealing with all of the household stuff while he's been gone. I have a lot of work stuff. There are currently... I shit you not 80 people in my community Asking for classes For their stupid children Um And then I'm taking on a baking class At work so I'm going to be teaching a baking class Um And then there's someone else that wants Tutoring and then there's of course The podcast and all of the baking Stuff that I like to do and I just I can't find all the hours in the day To get everything done Um I've been working with a nutritionist as well who's given me lots of advice. It's sort of like a mentorship kind of stuff. And he was like, hey, if they don't know the meaning of the word weight, they are about to learn. Um, and I was like, wow, so true, bestie. Um, <laughs> you say that. Yeah, honestly. Um, so, yeah, it's just been super fucking busy. Um mm. But other than that, I'm feeling
1: good. You know what? You're looking good as well. Like you, Every time Thank I speak you. to you, you seem like just like so happy and like so fresh, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely
1: do feel it sometimes, but
0: um, <laughs> I'm being stretched thin <laughs> and not in a good way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Well, pop off with the bacon, I have to say. Teaching uh, those kids how to bake. I used to when I was in China and we had a baking class at one point. Mm i was like where the fuck was this when i was in school like i think yeah, we man. had like a i think it was like late secondary school we had like food tech and that's mm. it i would have fucking killed for that i mean don't get me wrong yeah. i'm a a star baker a even better chef I have to say sorry to, to shoot my horn but i would have been even <laughs> better i would have been the next gordon ramsay if they had <laughs> fucking taught me from a young age you know what I mean? I mean i'm actually not a great baker i have to say um oh man i love yeah, wow, doing I'm that good shit good,
0: right I love doing it so much. These kids have fucking fencing. They have basketball class. They have Whoa. skateboarding class. They have all kinds of shit. Where was Skateboard. that shit when I was
1: a kid? I got to play in the yeah. mud. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think I got that. I think we got, you can paint when it's raining and that's it. <laughs> you get inside and if it's not raining. Time. <laughs> Yeah. If it's not raining, you're left to your own devices, which means all the kids are probably going to argue. In the playground, and I would be having scraps with all the boys because they wouldn't let me in the the cage to play football. Blah 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 blah. (laughs) I want skateboarding classes, okay? (laughs) Anyway,
0: yeah. So I'm okay. How are you doing, Cass?
1: Um, I'm okay. Uh, I mean, been a bit of a sad time in the UK right now. I won't lie. Mm. Um, We're gonna speak about all of this in the episode. Brianna murder was just like i didn't post on instagram at all really last week mm-hmm. it was just like i did every, everything just felt weird like it was really sad yeah. like there was a lot of stuff going on with sam smith and there was a lot of hate online regarding that and then mm-hmm. after brianna's death it was just like what uh, this is just a lot you know and like yeah. m- the majority of my friends are in the queer community and um, you know i don't want to sit and worry for my friends every day like it's horrendous so a lot of tears last week a lot of emotions uh but i'm sure we'll get into that later um mm-hmm. Other than that, good. Uh, Sam just witnessed me embarrass myself. Uh, I I don't know if I've mentioned this, but my mum and dad are getting married. Um, They've been together like over thirty years. Mm. Like they are late to the party. Their own party. The the party being their Their wedding. Wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like he. I think he did propose before my brother was born, and then my brother came along and ruined everything as he does, (laughs) Callum. I'm joking. I love you. You're my favourite sibling. Um, and uh, now they're just getting round to it. So anyway, they're getting married. They're having like an 80s themed wedding, which is pretty oh. cool. They wanted for their wedding invite, like a concert ticket. Cause they they're like, oh, that's our thing. Which is somewhat of a lie. Mum, if you listen to this, which I know you're not, that's a lie. Concerts are <laughs> mine and your thing. But I'll let you have this because it's your wedding day. <laughs> um, but I guess music is their thing. Like They, they, they are music lovers and uh, it is just perfect for them so anyway i said i said i'll have a little look around for the wedding invite oh my god sam wedding invites are so expensive are they like 300 quid oh my god sam for what someone to th- do 300 pound what is the fucking literally. point <laughs> so it's like 300 quid for someone to like somewhat design a concert ticket style invite Big. um yeah and then have them printed off now don't get me wrong I know that it's expensive to print things and blah blah blah. and then also like the designer's time and like all the stuff that comes with it and I do get that but I was like I don't want to do this for my parents and then be like oh here's a bill you know and they've got a lot to pay for like they're getting married in Rhodes in Greece so it's already very expensive Mm. um but the invitations are for a party in the uk by the way mm-hmm. anyway so i was like maybe i'll design it my mum had mentioned maybe me designing it in the past because she knows i do all that stuff for radical love but i was like i don't know it's a bit different doing someone's wedding invite you know to I me and especially yeah. like my mum and dad perfectionist anyway i did it not gonna lie to you i absolutely fucking smashed it um, you did. i'm obsessed with them they are fucking insane uh i might put it on our story i'll just like black out the yeah black out the qr code <laughs> oh my god yeah so there's a fucking <laughs> qr code on it guys i've literally smashed this right out the park i mentioned it briefly like in conversations to me mum and dad when we were planning it there could be like a qr code and my dad was like my dad doesn't really he's not a responsive person in the way where i would be like oh yeah let's do that my dad was like i really like the qr code idea i think that would be brilliant uh, okay so that's <laughs> that's what that's enthusiasm from my dad so i was like okay fuck me mate. that was that was difficult really difficult to get a qr code um so i've got one and then the qr qr code takes you to like an Eventbrite thing where you can like Mm. rsvp to the wedding so fucking cool i've absolutely smashed it so yeah it's oh i'm really happy with it but basically the reason i'm telling this story is because it arrived today and i rang sam like immediately because we were going to record and then they weren't downstairs in the mail room they were in the restaurant next door to me and i had to walk in (laughs) no bra on shit joggers on (laughs) musty ass green jumper on <laughs> messy hair greasy hair looking like shit when you describe them washi- as i'm
0: so sorry to interrupt when you describe them as shit joggers i just think of the diarrhea jeans
1: <laughs> from am i the <laughs> asshole yeah absolutely it it, it it it's they're not too different <laughs> Same category. i mean they're brand new but just the, the covered in shit <laughs> the, I've already ruined them. No, they're just, they're just like skinny joggers and you just look ridiculous. I look ridiculous in them, I have to say. <laughs> um But yeah, I went and picked them up and I'm really fucking happy with them. Like at the top, it says the Rattray wedding featuring Robert and Stephanie live at and then the address where the party is. Nice. Ticket holder because this is the thing we argued about. She was like, I really want to be able to write the names on there. And I was like, but the design I have, there's no place for someone's name. Yeah. It'll be on the envelope, blah, 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 blah. So we argued about that. But then it says like, is ticket admits to section 19 row 5 seat 2023 and that's the date oh ah, that's so cute ticket price priceless that was my mum's idea i i'm not a <clears idea. throat> I sorry <laughs> sorry steph <laughs> <laughs> sorry steph
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> stephanie that's really cringe of you <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie that oh and my god says, that is so live laugh love core of you <laughs> know, isn't it isn't it but they both loved that so I was like I'll let you have it um and then the Batman said it's a nice day for a white wedding because she wants that on like a big sign because obviously music themed and then next to the QR code that's like on the side is scan this barcode with your phone camera to RSVP or RSVP to Cassie at oh my god is that my number yeah it is oh my god I, thought I put the wrong number oh <laughs> Uh, but that, but then what we're gonna do is we're gonna perforate it, so like put holes in the side of it, so you can mm-hmm. tear off, yeah, the RSVP bit, so it's even more like an old fashioned ticket. Cute. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I'm I, I'm using up my how are you space to uh, talk about my your design work, my design. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, M- mixed bag here. Loving the uh, invite, not so much loving the current climate of the UK for yeah. queer people. <laughs> You know? Well, okay. I'm glad you you have absolutely smashed it with those designs, to be
0: honest. I love that you are designing things for your parents. I'm baking things for
1: the world. We're just living our lives, you know? Well, I have like a little logo now at the back that says Cassie Rattray Designs. Oh, yeah. And genuinely, I might start like offering to do things like that on Etsy. I've got an Etsy already for radical love, but like mm-hmm. mm, two different kinds of artwork, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I might start doing that. Anyway i'm in a very chatty mood today can you tell no it's fine so am i i want people to
0: help me think of a name for my baking stuff so
1: oh yeah sam's gonna start right i'm not very good at this i mean ashley will smash this actually yeah. oh ashley like always fucking smashes it <laughs> yeah honestly it's her dream to like own and run a business and i'm like just fucking do it no she wanted to buy an old aeroplane and make it into a restaurant i was like um no <laughs> There's one. There's one of those
0: down by uh, my friend
1: Dora's place. She's been there. There, before. there is one in the UK now as well. Cause she was furious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll ask Ashley. But basically, Sam wants to start like a you know little, little small business in China, about like selling like her baked goods. So think of a name because we can't just have like Samantha bakes or Sam bakes. It's got to be something, something cool, something edgy, but also something that something slutty. People who don't have English as their first language will understand. Am I correct? Yeah. So get thinking. Give us a DM. Okay, now that we've recorded for 16 minutes already, I'm so sorry.
0: I just thought of this as off the podcast. (laughs) White woman in China bakes cream pies.
1: (laughs) Amateur cream pies. Love. (laughs) That's (laughs) hilarious. You should keep that in the podcast. That's so funny. Um, Okay, so now that we're like 17 minutes into recording, shall mm-hmm. we Shall we get into the episode? Yes, I think we should. Okay, so to begin with, we just want to say we didn't post last week. On uh, purpose. Yeah, by choice. Uh, as we mentioned, there was just so much shit going on, and to be quite honest with you, the day we were going to record the Valentine's Day special, which mm-hmm. we had all prepared. We had your stories, we had your opinions, you know, comments, just stuff we had the whole episode planned and to be honest with you it was gonna be a great episode but it was gonna be a funny happy episode Mm -hmm. um and we were not really in the mood particularly me being in the UK I feel like I don't know if anyone listens has felt the same but the vibe in the UK was just I think if you were queer if you're queer the vibe in the UK was not great Mm -hmm. um I feel like if you hear it anywhere in the world it's fucking depressing you know what I mean yeah um but we were both just not feeling post uh, recording or even posting something hilarious uh something hilarious <laughs> <laughs> something so golden that no one will ever know that's so funny yeah, we went we went we uh yeah we just went feeling posting something like it great, also just I mean? it
0: to me it just didn't feel appropriate no
1: nah, i don't think so either like it was too close to. I think that Valentine's Day was when I went to the the vigil for Brianna Jai, and we would have posted it on that day. because we were going to post it a day early on Valentine's Day, Failing that the Wednesday and both of them, there was there was the were, were more vigils on Wednesday yeah. and Thursday and Friday. And it was like, you know what? Like, no. Yeah. If people want to have like, I know that people use this podcast as an escape sometimes, but there are plenty of other episodes that they could have done yeah. that with. Uh, I didn't really post on Radical Love either It just felt like I needed time mm-hmm. You guys probably needed time So yeah We used that as one of our Four slash nine episodes of the year That we're going to miss yeah. If you listen to the uh, New Year's episode We said we were going to miss nine I want to miss four Minimum <laughs> When you text me and you nine. were
0: like we, You you were like We should use this as one of our four I was like Could have sworn it was nine casts, But I'm not going to bring that up now <laughs>
1: Well, I'm adamant not to miss any because, Mm. well, we're not. So the next one isn't going to be for a long ass time, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, But a very valid reason to miss one, I think. Uh, So I feel like that is our first topic, Brianna. Um, Yeah.
0: So in case you don't know what's gone on, if you don't live in the UK or you just, for whatever reason, don't know, on the 11th of February, 2023, um, Brianna Jai, a 16-year-old girl, uh, transgender girl uh, from Warrington was found murdered uh, by two teenagers, uh, a boy and a girl, both fifteen. Um,
1: yeah, a cis boy and a cis girl. Yes. Um, first of all, it came out that like a young a young girl, Brianna, had been stabbed and mm. had consequently died from her injuries, mm. uh, and then it came out that evening, I think, that she was trans, and... Uh, um, obviously, immediately, everyone's brain goes to, this is a hate crime. There's no way this isn't about... Of course. It, not, absolutely. Yeah, How is it not a hate crime?
0: How is it not? Yeah.
1: Um, and whilst... First of all, like, fucking... Sending so much fucking love to her family and her friends Mm -hmm. because this must be so fucking traumatic and I can say from being at the vigil and you know speaking to my friends like how heartbroken we were Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how heartbroken her family must be yeah um so fucking horrific it also came out I tend not to like listen to like reddit forums and things like that whilst you can get some truth um because like people will like exploit their friends and family on reddit and give like you know like tips and murder cases and shit like that a lot of it is very untrue but it's come out from like friends and things like that that brianna had just started hormones i think within the six months prior to her death uh, and she had also faced years of transphobic bullying Mm -hmm. um when it came out that she was trans um newspapers didn't really deal with it in the best way and i'm really saying that politely they Mm -hmm. were fucking appalling i think it was the daily mail it was some bullshit tabloid that like to say that they are journalists rang her dentist to get her dead name Mm. um she hadn't completed like her gender recognition certificate like she hadn't Mm -hmm. got one so on her death certificate, she will be marked as male, which is fucking devastating. Fucking devastating. Um, and on top of that, every... I think it was, like, The Independent or The Guardian or some fucking shit mm-hmm. changed their... Um, it was The their Times. Their article. The What's it? Fuck off. Yeah. Changed their, um, their article and, like, removed any, any like, pronouns or any... Mm. bit about her being trans or her name, blah, yeah. blah, blah, I think somewhat, some newspaper also dead named her. So uh, when, they,
0: was- when they reported it, the initial reports, this is what I got from my research, initial reports from the BBC and Sky News didn't even state that she was transgender. The Times amended the original story, removed all uses of the word girl and included mm. her dead name. Um, yeah. After it was noticed that they did that, the Times then changed the story again to remove the dead name and re-add the word mm. "girl."
1: Yeah, that—that's that, also my understanding. I think that yeah. it was before I keep saying came out as trans, until it was known that she was trans. All the articles had "girl," "young girl," "Brianna," blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then when it was like known fact that she was trans, people removed pronouns, they moved "girl," they removed "Brianna." And then a few articles, but transgender girl stabbed, and you know, just shit. Any
0: opportunity to dehumanise her? Mm, Any opportunity.
1: Um, and it was just so sad because you know she wasn't even left in peace Mm -hmm. during her own death. You know, um, like I saw as well. There was some
0: some reports from like friends and stuff that. She would be repeatedly beaten by gangs in school as part of the the transphobic harassment she would receive. Um, and some reports from her friends as well say, of course, this she was such a lovely person. She would help younger trans girls, yeah. legally access uh, HRT mm. and hormones. Yeah, and I like, thought
1: that she was somewhat of an yeah. activist in her community. Yeah, and she's out really being shit. beaten by her schoolmate in broad daylight in broad fucking daylight um (sighs) when i went to vigil in liverpool uh beautiful by the way absolutely beautiful uh a friend of mine felix organized it um and gorgeous it was like on the steps of saint george's hall so many people um showed up for it showed up for it Mm. um beforehand Felix put on his story uh that multiple newspapers had contacted him and basically said like can we like can you speak to us like blah 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 and he specifically said we want no Absolutely. footage of this we just want our community to be able to grieve in peace blah 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 when I tell you that vigil was so uncomfortable the most uncomfortable I've ever been it was like so we were all sitting on the steps, and it was very, very sad. It was very, very sad. Um, people would just come up to the steps and put a camera in your face. It, honestly, I, I, I really can't word how crazy it is. Not one person asked me for permission. He said, "Can I have a picture? Of, can I? Are you okay to be on camera?" That's what he said. Mm-hmm. And which mm, I don't know if I like that tactic because a lot of people are nervous to go and will go. Yeah, you know. I said yeah. I think he was one of the first. We, I feel like naively, all assumed that there was going to be no like newspapers there because Felix had put that on his story. So I was like, okay, maybe this is like Gyro or Y Pass because they were there, um, and like there were pictures taken from them. I think, um, and um, like at the Solidarity News No Borders. Like sometimes I take pictures at yeah. our protests for them. So I, I don't know. And then later on, he came up to me. There, there was I would I would. Mm, this is gonna sound weird, but they know who to take pictures of. They know exactly who to take pictures of mm-hmm. because they would they would ignore people that weren't really like doing anything, of course. And then like people like me who you know, short hair, I had a leopard print jacket on and a t shirt that said "Protect Trans Youth," and I was sat next to my masculine looking girlfriend holding hands. They were obsessed with that, obsessed with that. And then he came back over to me later on and said like, "Oh." would it be okay if like I like interviewed you on camera and I said depends who it's for and he laughed and I was like eh, funny but also, I am if deadly if I'm deadly serious the right now yeah I'm... and he said oh I'm from northwest tonight and he was the same guy who um said can I take like, are you okay to be on camera and I was like uh my immediate thought was like you're still not getting it like why are you asking me like a cis person like the person you should be talking to right now is a trans person and whilst I do a lot of like activism work I am not gonna you know like this should be for you, you you're reporting on a trans girl's death yeah, and you want to talk to a cis woman yeah like we don't need another blonde cis woman on the t white cis woman on the tv talking about yeah. issues that don't really affect her you know what i mean we, we, we just they,
0: they just truly do not get it they no, just truly no. do not get it like these people that they're, they're obsessed with getting a snapshot of what they think is the stereotype of the community mm, yeah like they say the the whole i hate to use this word the whole flamboyancy and like they want to yeah, see yeah. that the the that's what we said the Typical masculine yeah. woman. They want to see that stereotype. And yeah. they don't actually want to see the reality of the community. Mm. They want that mm. because they think that's what will grab the viewers. They'll be like, oh, look yeah. at these people in the community. Yeah. Fuck off.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, honestly, to have a camera shoved in the faces of people grieving, that itself is fucking weird. Like... Yeah.
0: I've always felt super weird about the media being at people's funerals and vigils mm. and stuff. It's
1: like it's Just weird give the people some peace yeah i think i feel like next time something like this happens i hope there is never another one but you know there, w- there will be i feel like charities and things like like gyro and like uh like the lgbt socialist uh, group or what they should probably have like a little sign around the neck to see where they're from because pictures mm-hmm. like from them it's nice to have yeah because they're a part of the community and they're grieving too and it's nice to you know be respected have a picture of how yeah how many people like have shown up yeah and um, to grieve brianna and to respect brianna um mm. maybe they should have like a sign on around the neck like i'm from lgbt socialists you know what i mean yeah. because it's just weird like when i turned to my mates and said that guy's from northwest tonight like he just has to speak to me but i feel like that's inappropriate i don't know and then they were immediately like no you did the right thing like they that, it's not your place to talk really is it and it's i mean it's not i could point him in the direction of so many people that w- people would really benefit from hearing from um, so, so to me it was just immediately like you still don't get it and you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Cause if they were doing it for the right reasons, it wouldn't really care what anyone looked like it wouldn't you know it would it wouldn't be about stereotypes it wouldn't be about who looks like they're gonna you know speak better It would be okay, I'm gonna look for a trans activist or a trans person. Or someone related to Brianna, or whatever, I mean, I don't even know if that's appropriate, but they they would be looking for the right people because the the reason behind it would would lead you to that, you know, yeah, yeah, so it was just it was really really disheartening um the we we also heard somebody I think it might have been a family member they were being interviewed, and he said, you know the the today it was announced because I don't know if you know this, but probably obviously. Um, they said that there was no evidence that it's a hate crime, and it I did you know that. What, yeah, and then the day so Valentine's Day, it came out that they are officially officially looking inquiring whether it was a a hate crime mm-hmm. that it could potentially be, and we were all like, no shit mate, no yeah. shit like the government the hate campaign against trans people right now, both in the mm-hmm. government in the media. In mm-hmm. mainstream media, like on TV, everything. Like, yeah. yes, this is a hate crime. Of course it's a hate course. crime. Last week we were all on Facebook laughing. Well, I say we, I am not including that. Laughing at Sam Smith and their outfits and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and their music videos. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: of course this is a fucking hate crime.
0: All of you will give JK mm. Rowling the opportunity mm. to speak at literally any moment. Like, you want to tell me that, like, these people deserve the right to free speech and stuff. Yeah, you- But, like this is the, this is what happens this is the result of yeah. that this is the Calling direct, direct
1: calm, result of like people like JK consequences. like basically mm-hmm. anyway he said what would you how what would your response be if you know it came out tomorrow that it was a hate crime and i couldn't hear her response but i was just like i mean for me it would be the exact fucking same because we already knew it was a hate crime you know like no fucking shit mate yeah and like when we were all discussing it like i speaking about it online too i feel like people don't and again like you know let's say when caroline flack committed suicide and people were saying like oh you know like be kind be kind it's the same sort of thing it's definitely a bit more is it deeper than be kind you know it's you know be fucking respectful don't be an ignorant mm-hmm. cunt you know like stop being a fucking bigot yeah but like it's okay to laugh at yeah. sam smith online your kids will see your Facebook post. Your kids hear your transphobic remarks across the dinner table. They know mm-hmm. that it's okay because their parents do mm-hmm. it. And then when they go to school and do it, and the teachers agree, or the teachers have, you know, like shunned a trans student and they've not respected or um, supported a, tra- a trans student, they're going to go, okay, my teachers, my, my teachers that support this. They have the same views as me. And the teachers are going to go, okay, the government has taken away the rights of trans and non-binary people. My government think this is okay so surely it's okay we're creating a safe space for bigots to thrive and you think that your comments don't mean anything but like it you know it's the same triangle of rape and sexual assault it starts with rape jokes and it goes on it starts with trans jokes it starts with mocking pronouns which we all fucking have by the way it starts with the, the, the small comments it's, it starts with the facebook shares and You're creating a safe space. You're nurturing these bigots into thinking it's okay. You're telling them these opinions Mm -hmm. are okay. And then, yeah, Yeah. maybe your opinion stops at posting on Facebook. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's where where your transphobia stops. But for a lot of other people, Mm -hmm. it doesn't. It then comes to extremism. and
0: (laughs) It escalates and it escalates and it snowballs. And it results in the murder of innocent trans Mm -hmm. kids, which is what she was. She was a child. A fucking child. I
1: can't, I just can't get my head around that, that she was made a child. I'm not going to repeat what the tweet said, but it was was incredibly transphobic. And it was like, okay, whether you agree, I don't even, I don't even agree with using the word agree for this, but whether you respect or support, whether you have an opinion or not on trans people, trans and non-binary people, can we not just agree on a basic level that a human being is dead and people are, grieving the murder of their child and their friend and their loved one on a basic human level can we not agree on that or is your is your transphobia just that strong Mm -hmm. that you can't even see past it and to you all that matters is that it's science a biology these kind of people they they demonize trans people so much
0: that they do not even see them as human yeah And like it's just so far removed Mm. to them To have basic human compassion For the murder of another human being Um,
1: As soon as It comes out that they're trans They're like what? Nope I think This leads nicely Into the next topic Of Sam Smith but before we do I'd just like to say It was absolutely Wonderful to see so many people Come out and show their respects to Brianna I think that time and time again, the queer community rise and stand together and prove that we are stronger. And we do when we are a family and people might mock chosen family and might mo- and as a whole mock us. but there is no other community like this that time and time again we stand up for each other and we show resilience and solidarity and support. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine what a wonderful feeling it must have been for a family to see so many people show support for brianna very bittersweet of course but i'm always so proud to be part of this community always but especially on that day especially that week to see everyone just show up it must have been absolutely terrifying we were scared to go you don't know we were at a protest um another uh trans protest weeks prior and there were two different groups of people that um started shouting abuse at us and then there was also a protest um to support the refugees and which i'm sure you've read Uh, and then some racist fascist cunts came and set a police van on fire uh so it was a really scary time like to 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 go out and protest but again our community did it and we our resilience and our solidarity and our support will never fail to blow me away ever it's shit that we have to do it it really is um but we are a really strong community and i fucking love us you know it links nicely onto the next topic of sam smith um we've obviously briefly mentioned this but obviously sam smith has recently just sort of come into their own i love it i fucking love it I fucking love it. Um a while back Sam lost a lot of weight. I do feel like their weight shouldn't be part of this, but unfortunately it is. Uh it, it's behind a lot of the hatred. They lost a lot of weight and then like I think they did an interview and they were like, "Oh, I just didn't eat cheese, like I ate too much cheese blah blah." It's quite funny actually. <coughs> uh because I too love cheese. Um and then recently they've put weight on. I want to say they they're not they're not fat, mm-hmm. by any means. Like, and even if they fucking were, like, gay yeah. over it. Um, but they've also came out as non-binary. Their pronouns are they, them. And um, they've started to do more like queer music. Um, in the same way that Beyonce was like, I want to thank the queer community for creating this genre. It's the same genre, you know. It's gay music. Um, they came out with a video with uh, Kim Petras, which is uh, if you don't know who Kim is she's a trans pop star and the video sam's wearing like a corset and underwear and like nipple tassels it looks stunning mm-hmm. by the way <laughs> i was obsessed with the whole look and people were like seriously offended and it, it was shocking to me like it was really shocking um considering some of their pop faves have done very similar things and i really don't want to get into who deserves what yeah. because because when i say oh madonna madonna's done this Madonna's yeah. done that and stuff like that i'm not saying that she deserved it and they Mm -hmm. didn't but it is worth noting why it's okay for cis people Mm -hmm. or people that you deem as sexy to do things like that but someone who doesn't fit your idea of the beauty Mm -hmm. standard the minute they do it it, it's not okay and really i think what it comes down to is they don't like seeing fat gay people happy they don't they've been taught for so long that you you can't be happy being Mm -hmm. fat or overweight Okay you can't be happy if you're not skinny and then you've also been taught that like gay people are the others so then when people are trans and non-binary you're the other others you know so how can anyone be happy when you're not fit in this like nuclear family you're not fit in this like stereotype you know so when you see somebody so blatantly against that and and happy in just existing as something that you disagree with you're gonna you're gonna project and you're gonna be like wow what the fuck this is disgusting this is this when really you're just confused that someone can be happy when you've taught or when you've been taught that no one can be happy when they are those things and trust me when i say yes you can sam smith looks so fucking happy they were on like the one show the other day and they were like what do you think of like fish oh thems? my god that is was, was a i love them? that i'd love to be a fisherman <laughs> <laughs> I think that Sam Smith is such a like. They're so funny. <laughs> you could just you could just take the bait and get angry with it, but I think that they're just and would be. They well know that right to do that, but they are be they are playing this so well, yeah. and I love it. Like they are clearly in an ear. It's just like okay, like fuck you all. Like I'm gonna play up to it. Like fuck yours
0: Did you see that woman who um uh, called them
1: a paedophile? I mean. But thousands of people did. Well, okay. So do, there's a video.
0: There's a video that someone posted of Sam Smith literally just existing in public and this woman screaming at him, calling him a pedophile. Um mm. and she looks at the camera she and she's often, like yeah. so smug with herself. I think lately as well, people have used the term paedophile so much to describe the queer community that, like, first of all, it has lost The meaning. Mm -hmm. And I feel like these people are using this word and they do not know what it means. They do not Mm -hmm. know what it means. I'm convinced. Um, I just really hate how they've taken that word grooming and they've weaponized it against queer people Mm -hmm. so
1: much. And like- But that's the thing though, but there's a huge, huge, sorry to interrupt you. There's a huge history behind queer Mm -hmm. people being called groomers and pedophiles. And it goes back to when- being gay was illegal sodomy was illegal and we yeah. were that's another comment they've had that they are worshiping the devil and blah 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 but to to, to do like a full circle and come back to call on us pedophiles and groomers is fucking disgusting and i feel like the people that are saying it don't understand the fucking history behind queer people and being accused of being pedophiles and you're right the word has lost all fucking meaning i think i think i wish i had the outlook that sam had has because clearly sam is just like nah fuck yous you know right now yeah. and i love that Honestly. i'm not saying that they're not affected by this at all because I'm, I'm i'm really sure that they are in some way yeah but i really wish i could be on that fuck them like i'm gonna do yeah. whatever i want because they look so happy and yeah. they look finally being themselves and like who gives a fuck what they're Literally. wearing
0: I feel like my personal opinion on this is if you are angry at what Sam Smith is wearing, have you considered Mm. going out and getting literally any other hobby? Have you considered going outside, (laughs) looking at the sky, or doing anything else? else. Literally anything else. Why does it affect you in any single way? Sure, you can have an opinion, but you can also keep your fucking mouth shut and keep that deep down inside with the rest of your transphobia and fatphobia
1: and sexism. You can keep that all... Locked tight away, if you wouldn't mind. Yes. Yeah. I think that it's also worth noting that, like, well, yeah, we did mention the fat phobia before. I feel like another element of it, let's put queerness and non binaryness mm-hmm. aside. I feel like a lot of the backlash has been because people don't like seeing someone be so overtly sexual when they're not stick thin. They mm-hmm. think that sexy is limited to a size six yeah whereas sam smith is quite clearly wearing sexy and provocative clothing but mm-hmm. to them they think oh they don't fit the beauty standard they are they aren't stick thin they're disgusting and again, and I didn't ugly, think sam, yeah i don't think sam smith is fat but a lot of people fat phobic people think that if you're not stick thin it means fat yeah not true uh, so for the purpose of this message i will use the word fat mm-hmm. but people think that Sexiness is is only is limited to thin people and fat people can't shouldn't touch that with a barge pole. Yep. Um, and it's you not can't true. you I can't gatekeep you, cute lingerie. Get fucked. No, you don't gatekeep sexiness. Like <laughs> fuck off. Excuse the fuck out of you. Like Jesus Christ, you, you, your face shows hatred. Your face shows mm-hmm. hatred. You will never be sexy because of the hatred on your face. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Ugh. But Sam Smith, we love you come on the podcast <laughs> come and have a, have a bowl with us <laughs> okay <love you. laughs> um shall we go on to the next topic mm. Mm. so i am quite reluctant to talk about this on the podcast i won't lie this morning I honestly me before. too I, yeah i don't want to talk about this because i don't want to be like the people on tiktok and i don't want to be just another person put my two pence in so we are gonna limit our conversation specifically to the media's response. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Nicola Buddy. We're not going to speculate. No. Nope. We're not going to talk about what we think happened. We're not going to talk about who did what... We don't mm-hmm. give a shit about that. Like, that's for the police mm-hmm. and for Nicola's family to... Absolutely. ...to be involved in. Yeah. Nothing to do with us.
0: The only thing I think is... that w- that is worth mentioning, sorry for stuttering, um, is that at the time of recording, 20th February, they've said a body has been found, but there has been no sort of confirmation... We don't know anything more than that.
1: So, yeah, we're not going to speculate. We're not going to do anything like that. We don't want to... We're not here to play Cluedo.
0: No. Um, We are not
1: those true crime girlies. No. I feel like people just need to shut the fuck up. Everyone on TikTok needs to just shut the fuck up. Honestly. Um, If you want to have a conversation with your partner about it, then okay. Do Mm -hmm. it in the privacy of your own house. But, like... Stop doing it where other people can see you. (laughs) Yeah, someone came out on TikTok... And said that her friend, I'm not going to mention who, but she was a very public mm-hmm. um, case of a missing girl. She was then found murdered, um, and obviously, as we all do, as the public loves to do, everyone was speculating. She was on the train, and she heard people speculating, and she was just like, shut the fuck up, because, but they yeah. didn't know that she was like a, a family friend, mm-hmm. and how much it would affect her. And I feel like that's a lesson for all of us, like, these are real life people, like, you don't know who's affected by this, it's so just politely keep your fucking mouth shut you know yeah um if you don't know about nicola bully recently a woman called nicola bully went missing she is a wife a mother um she went to walk her dog uh she was on a zoom call at the time and then later on her dog was found off its lead mm-hmm. uh, and nicola was nowhere to be found uh she was missing for how long was she missing for Two uh, weeks? i think so yeah there was uh, extensive look at the river by mm-hmm. where she was missing nothing was found but then yesterday uh, a body is found not been confirmed that it's Nicola but a body has been found in that river yeah. um, however what we're here to talk about is the media's response in those two, three weeks that she was missing yeah. the media coverage from this has been fucking awful from Nicola herself to mm-hmm. police officers yeah. um as always an immense amount of victim blaming um mm, of course some of some of the headlines are fucking disgusting recently mm-hmm. i watched a a police report like a, a it was a live detective um giving an update uh just because i was in the house at the time and the notification came through on bbc and i thought okay i'll i'll, I'll have a watch um mm-hmm. and they didn't say anything about menopause or alcoholism or being depressed um but then i think it was like later that day i'm just trying to find between uh later that day it came out on bbc news that she was going she was struggling with going through the menopause and she had issues Mm -hmm. with alcohol why Mm -hmm. Why the fuck that was necessary to be a headline. That was like a breaking news notification from BBC. Yeah. It's beyond me. It's not even necessary to put in the report full stop. Let alone the uh, fucking absolutely. headline. You know, she she was missing at this point. I don't mm-hmm. see what help that would give us. No. Um I re- I re- I I really do like question why the police thought that was because it was the police that um like divulged that information. I really do question the the motives behind the police doing that. I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the police anyway. Uh, right now, I do think they've got a really fucking hard job to do. I'm, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm really not discrediting that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, however, ACAP, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do really question why the fuck they did that. I really yeah. do. I'm not going to question anything else they did because I know a lot of people are doing that online. Like, oh, why did they do this? What? That's what I'm going to question. Some of the information that they've given to the press i think is yeah. literally why did weird they and there's, this, there's a really strange motivation behind it the motivation to victim blame and mm-hmm. um to be misogynistic pricks mm-hmm. as always uh so then obviously the bbc had that headline and then oh my god newspapers across the globe ran <sighs> with it depressed nicola on the run question mark shit like that fucking horrendous
0: First of all, one of the headlines I've just found in our quick little Google. Nicola Bully, members of the public climb fence to photograph body found in the river.
1: Go home. Just fucking yeah, go home. People from Liverpool, apparently. There was a, there was a people people that uh, travelled to the river where she went missing. What are you doing? My
0: God. If you are listening to this and you are going to go and try and photograph that body, I do not claim you. No, what
1: the fuck? One of the headlines here is... Um, police say Nicola Bully had significant issues with alcohol what is the point? Like, I, I want to know oh what was the point of that at what point? It. I know we
0: talked about this before we started recording as well but at what point does it stop being your fault that you got murdered as a woman? Mm. When does mm. it stop being your fault? You had issues with alcoholism, your fault you were going through menopause, your
1: fault trans, your fault out walking late at night, your fault it goes right back to the perfect murder doesn't it like people will only ever take it seriously if it's you know uh if if, if someone's done all the right things and it's it's mm-hmm. you know a sneak attack sort of thing yeah uh, and it's fucked up like why do we need to have all these like tick boxes to be taken seriously like it was broad fucking daylight she went missing for whatever reason whatever fucking happened like she's not to 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 blame you don't even know what happened yet so why would you be allowed to like speculate on that there's a headline here that says um, Nicola Bully stopping menopause drugs ended up causing the, this crisis. Family says. I mean, I don't know if family did say that, but still, shut up! It's fucking sexist. Yeah. And it's a weird fucking stereotype. We mentioned mentioning menopause because you're just trying to like paint her as crazy. That's that's the real motive behind it. You're trying to mm-hmm. say that she was in a in a strange state of mind and that she was yeah. essentially quote crazy. Mm-hmm. because that's what people think that women are yeah especially when it comes to our hormones we're crazy mm-hmm. and that's what that's what they're trying to do and it's fucking weird like let's just stick to the fact she's she's missing like let's look for her yeah is saying that she is menopausal or stop taking her menopause drugs or she had issues with alcohol or she like, had low mood or whatever it, it's completely irrelevant like in what way mm-hmm. is it helping do you know what i mean like it, it, it it's absolutely not helping the situation no. at all so you're either trying to do something, or you're trying to sell papers, or both. Which yeah. one is it? Yeah, insane <sighs> to me that people would w- would allow this. sort of They'll shit just happen. do. They'll I- do absolutely
0: anything to grab headlines. Absolutely fucking anything. And like we t- we talked about it a little bit before. Like the BBC posted in the article of um about the we're being pressured into sex by some trans women with some mm. alleged poll of eighty lesbians saying that. They're being pressured into sex with trans women. It's just painting this picture of transphobia. It's painting these pictures of of sexism. They they're just so hell bent on
1: yeah yeah
0: fucking Do people know the media.
1: Ha- the media has a grip on us. Like, of course, we learn a lot from media. Like mm-hmm. the these messages that we all have, like the opinions we all have, they come from messages from the media. You know what I mean? And yeah. You've got to be able to be like self aware enough and like aware mm-hmm. enough to know that some of these are bullshit and not a lot of us are so we're gonna hear oh yeah she's menopausal the read between the lines what they're trying to say is oh she wasn't in the greatest state of mind because her hormones Mm -hmm. were crazy right now you know so then people are then gonna grow up these this like weird sexist view that
0: yeah women can't be leaders because they're hormonal and like women can't be can't be decision makers because they're hormonal it's like shut the fuck up
1: Gary, you punched a wall because of the Super Bowl advert. Like, <laughs> to be quiet. You want to <laughs> tell me who's fucking hormonal, bitch? Some woman. Amanda Platel, Platel. I don't know. Fuck her. She's a Daily Mail columnist. First of all, uh-huh. Gary <laughs> she, <laughs> she posted a picture of a newspaper. And it's a picture of the lead detective. Uh, detective Superintendent Rebecca Smith and she posted this detective superintendent rebecca smith at press conference yesterday skin tight navy dress oh my god yeah poker straightened hair whatever happened to a cop in uniform or is she auditioning for love island for midlifers you are not a journalist queen (laughs) show some respect for the for a missing mother like okay first of all Amanda that was incredibly embarrassing of you like let's (laughs) just rein it in like that was very cringe of you oh Uh, my god second of all like let's have a little reminder about what journalism is third of all if you're gonna say something with your chest at least like get the facts right at the level that that um Rebecca Smith is at you don't wear a uniform like let's get it right like what the fuck also she what she I'm looking at the picture right now she's wearing normal business attire poker straightened hair Whatever the fuck that means. Her hair just looks completely fucking normal. She doesn't look overly glamorous. She looks like a woman doing a fucking job, okay? Yep. It's just another way to villainize women. If this was a man in a three-piece suit looking, like, sexy or whatever, like, you know, dressed like fucking Harvey, Se- Harvey Specter from yeah. Suits, would yep. you say, oh, what the fuck is this man wearing? No, mm-hmm. you fucking wouldn't. If this man came looking scruffy, it would be like, oh, yeah. really hard-working man on the hunt for mother, like, and if, she, if I mean? she came
0: out in sweats and a fucking hoodie and whatever, yeah. clearly having not done her hair because she's worked all night, they'd be like, oh my God, she's in front of the cameras. Could she have not taken five minutes yeah. to brush her hair? No, because she's out trying to
1: find this fucking woman. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. And also like, even if she was a Love Island contestant, she, let, let's just bizarrely say she was. She is a Love Island contestant. She's also... Allowed to be a superintendent, you know what I mean? Like yes mm-hmm. superintendents can look like Love Island contestants. Yeah. You know what you know you know I mean, Are, I'm you, are like, you just are you just mad that she's got look, a better job than you? <laughs> are you just mad that she looks fitter than you whilst doing mm-hmm. an amazing job? Like mm-hmm. shut the fuck
0: up. We're sorry that you work for the Daily Mail, but that is your mm-hmm. choice.
1: Yeah, I mate. Mean, you made you made that decision. Honestly, I think I hate to ask a question because we know the fucking answer, but what? Does what she's wearing what has what she's wearing got to do with Nicola Bully being missing? What? Other than fucking nothing, just to push this weird <laughs> sexist se- sexist narrative that you have. Like, what? The, why are we policing what this woman is wearing? Get a real job. Go back to uni and learn what journalism is, because this is not it, Queen. This is not it.
0: It just shows. It just goes to show that not everyone that knows
1: shorthand deserves to be a journalist. <laughs> oh my god, sorry someone's replied to this tweet saying this also you <laughs> um how i got my fashion mojo back at 64 and it's an article she's written she's replied i'm not a police woman doing a dismal job at finding a missing woman fuck off no you're a, you're a fucking wannabe journalist doing a shit job at being a wannabe journalist <sighs> behave yourself someone said detectives do not wear uniforms how ill informed are you but they've accidentally put how i informed are you and amanda's replied ill-informed. ill informed oh behave uh, Oh my god, get a grip of yourself.
0: That's when you when you know someone doesn't have an argument, they just spell check you. There's no argument that you have there, Queen.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, see, the media you you it always falls back to the media. You're all mm-hmm. shit. Get a fucking real job, please. And like, even the likes of the Guardian, you know what I mean? Like, you've posted nice things about Brianna Jai, but you've also posted incredibly transphobic. Mm-hmm. articles even post her death the, yeah. the the media are just not to be fucking trusted nope T- twitter is a hellhole but also where i get a lot of my news from
0: mm-hmm. give her some Ugh. fucking peace just let her yeah. rest let yeah and we still don't know what's going on with nicola yeah. bully and if it comes out that it is her that's been found
1: mm.
0: just let her rest for fuck's yeah. sake of course they won't. I
1: feel like if it does come out this is Nicola Bully, I feel like this is just the beginning. Yeah. Because there's even more un- unanswered questions. How did she mm. die? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. What state of mind was she in? Was this on purpose, <sighs> you know? And.
0: All questions that they think, but that the, the Daily Mail think that all of their commenters can answer.
1: Well, and they also in answers they think they're entitled to, which do you know yeah. what? They're not. And neither are we. Mm-hmm. We're not no. in. The, when it comes to. People dying, people being going missing, issues like this. We're not entitled to every single answer. Like, these are, this is people's personal lives. Like, have a bit of fucking respect. Give them the time that they need to grieve or to find their mother or find their wife. Just give people the fucking mm-hmm. time and respect that they need. Yeah. You don't need to be questioning everything. We're not entitled to the answers for everything. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking tough pill to swallow as a journalist. Yeah. As a journalist, I'm sure. But you've got to... Yeah.
0: And I hate I hate people that are like, oh, I need closure on this case. I need closure. No, you fucking no. don't you literally don't. Who are you? This Who is are not you. This is not like a made a mystery movie. These are real people oh. with real lives yeah. and real family and real friends. And yeah. you need to take your little brain, your little mm. brain cells that you have, and just take them out, give them a good wash, put them back in. And
1: put them under a cold tap.
0: <laughs> yeah, just go. Do a hard reset on your brain.
1: Yeah, I no, totally agree. I feel like we, we are, and probably I, I feel like I would like to do an episode fully on this, but I feel like we, as a society, have watched too many murder documentaries. Mm-hmm. Too many. Well, we talked. We talked about
0: doing that. We talked about doing an episode yeah. about true crime girlies.
1: Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong. I love reading, a lot of books on murder, mm-hmm. but that's what they are. They're, they're stories. They're fake. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I do like to read about past murder. Then I, I I am interested in true crime, but I also know where the line is. Yeah. Like I feel like you're allowed to be interested in that, but know where the line is. Like mm-hmm. this is not. <sighs> there's there's a, there's a line, and you know what? Yes, let's plan that episode because mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but there is <laughs> a, a, a fucking line, and, and I feel like a lot of people are crossing it, and it's just making me not want to, you know i feel like the line is 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 either just before or just after netflix series i feel like mm. they make me just feel icky because yeah people families have come out time and time again and said you re-traumatize us we're not okay mm-hmm. with this and they're doing it and again that's giving people like us the idea that this is just this is just fun and game this is like mm-hmm. a little cluedo real life cluedo for us Shut up! this is real life and real people like fucking yeah. weird creepy okay I think we'll call it quits there. We've uh, yeah. had our we've had our moon. Um, if you've listened all the way through, thank you. Take some time after this episode. I'm sure it's been very, very heavy. Been heavy for us too. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you lots. So, as we mention every week,
0: you will know where to find us. Um, the are fundraisers for Brianna Jai's funeral. Um, we will link the GoFundMe on our Instagram, and we'll link it on the episode description. Um, they've currently raised—I was just pulling it up to make sure it still existed. They've raised one hundred and ten thousand pounds. Wow, that is incredible. Wow. From six six point eight thousand donors. <laughs> Fucking hell. Wow. Um, but yeah, we're gonna link that in our episode description. We'll link it on our Instagram. Um, so, the only thing I'll tell you where we are is our handle is at From Tops to Bottoms if you want to go find it and donate there. Um, yeah. It will also be in the
1: episode description.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye. Bye, bitch.